0: Hi, I'm Spencer. And I'm Blake. And and you're you're about about to Get get Jumped. jumped. Welcome to episode 100 of Blake and Spencer Get Jumped, a weekly podcast where we watch the anime so you don't have to. But you should still totally watch the anime. This week on Get Jumped, it doesn't fucking matter. It's episode 100, bitches. (laughs) Uh, But also, we're watching JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Part 3, Stardust Crusaders, Part 2, Battle in Egypt, episodes 71 through 74, where walking up the stairs is walking down the stairs, Dio becomes a Super Saiyan, and beating Dio is all a matter of time.
1: Oh my god, when you said Dio becomes a Super Saiyan, I hadn't thought about that until just now, and I'm just like, going back through all of these episodes, and I'm just like, oh he did become a Super Saiyan, just (laughs) did straight up! turns out yeah, if you drink, that's what happens if you drink a joestar bloodline you can become a super saiyan it's the other Is way the joestar bloodline a new energy drink no 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 it's 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 uh it, it's what happens when you stretch out a whole bunch of episodes in say it's only five hours but instead it's it's really just like 20 hours uh, wait did they say it was five minutes whatever i'm getting my time wrong let's jump in
0: You're really crossing the streams on the uh, Dragon Ball JoJo there, <laughs> JoJo Ball hey. Z, JoJo Dust Ball Z. Crusaders.
1: Hey everybody! Um, <laughs> so uh, we are gonna go ahead and and get started this week. Uh, the The biggest two pieces of news that I definitely want to go over is that I officially have everybody's. Um, uh, shirt size except for one person and uh, I'm just going to go ahead and just uh, I, I tried to reach out one more time and didn't hear back um, so I'm just going to uh, throw it out there here that I'm going to go ahead and order everybody else's swag and send it out um, because I wanted to go ahead and do that as soon as possible um, and uh, I, I, really, I really wanted to make sure that everybody got it before uh, there's a thing for like patron day um, it's uh, November nineteenth, and I wanted to make sure that everything was sent out before then. Yeah, um, that is so, Tuesday, I believe. Yeah, so I—I um, I, I guess if you're hearing this on Monday or if you're hearing this on Tuesday, it will be sent out before then, um, because I'm going to go ahead and order everything probably today, um, uh, which is a Wednesday. Yeah, he, um, he's and- working
0: and he's a new father, so who knows if it'll happen? But probably. <laughs>
1: No, I'm definitely doing it. Um, I'm definitely ordering it today. And as soon as they can get it to me, um, the, the, the people that are doing your T-shirts, um, as soon as those get to me, I will be sending those out. Um, so that's really exciting. Um, the other big piece of news is that if you are hearing this next week, which is impossible that you're not because. <laughs> Wait a minute. You could be hearing it, like, later than the next week. I will be hearing it later. (laughs) If if you're hearing it, like, if you're hearing it next week, though, um, you can already start to vote on the next show that you want us to cover on. Yes. Um, I put a note at the end, too, so we'll cover this again. Yeah. Uh, To remind you people, if you want to, you you can stop right now from recording. (laughs) Don't call our people that are listening to us idiots. Nobody listens
0: to this show.
1: (laughs) Anyways, um, if you're listening, take a moment, uh, go to our Twitter page or our Facebook page or our Instagram or our Reddit, and it will be posted in all four of those different places. Um, and you can vote for uh, the next show that you would like for us to cover. Um, we've already had some some personal like votes directly to us about what to cover next. Um, some of the, the the ones that are running really far ahead of the other ones. Um, the, the first one that's been re- mentioned to me the most is going to be Yu Show. Um I love Yu Yu Hakusho, and I would love to watch it again. Yeah. Um, the other one that is is gotten a bunch of votes from people that I know personally is My Hero Aka, um, or My Hero Academia, um, however you want to call it. Or um, Boku no because,
0: Hero Academia, if you're yeah, one of those definitely,
1: people. It's definitely like the show of shows right now. Yeah. Um, and then it my is personal favorite...
0: Naruto One Piece Bleach popularity all wrapped up in one show.
1: Yeah. And my, my personal one that I wanted to watch the most right now, just because I want to watch it again. So freaking bad is outlaw star. <laughs> mm.
0: You've also told me about that show a lot and specifically told me about how it seems like a show tailor made to my interests. Oh and yeah. It's- it is a show that when I was growing up, they would advertise it on Uh, Cartoon Network and I never could figure out when it was on. I didn't have Cartoon Network as a kid so I only got to watch it when I was at a friend's house or at my grandma's house and I never saw it. So I've always wanted to see Outlaw Star. So yeah, I know we had talked about a while ago um, doing this as a vote between three shows. It's probably going to be those three. Mm -hmm. Um, There will be a poll, I believe, what we've done the last one or two times is creating a Google poll. So as Spencer said, you'll be able to find a link to the poll on each one of those social media options, but they will all go to the same place, and that place will be a single poll that you, I believe, use your Google login to um,
1: to vote. Can you do it if you don't
0: have a Google login?
1: I think so. I think it's just like an open source thing that... Okay. They- So you can kind of lie to it if you want to, Yeah, Um, but don't lie to it. (laughs) It's designed so that everybody has one vote. I guess you could fucking,
0: you know, trick the system. I don't think any of our listeners care that much to trick it. Uh, Certainly not more than once. So don't uh, honor system, but uh, it also should make that inconvenient. (laughs) So, so hopefully that will deter any of you. Uh, malcontents out there Um, 'er if you are a patron though and you have a vote feel free to reach out to us and we will count your vote more than once because you're a patron
1: yeah so let us know you get a super vote as it were yeah Um, so if you would like a super vote if you would like your vote to go to full power (laughs) (laughs)
0: beyond 9000 if your votes not even in its final form (laughs) it could be just yeah. give us some of your money. <laughs> uh, so that, uh, that will be available. It should be available by the time you hear this. I know we've mentioned it recently. I know specifically mentioned it last week. So you should be able to vote for it now. And it's important because what we're covering this week is JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. It is the last episodes of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 3. And we are not going to cover Part 4 on the show or at least not for a while.
1: Yeah. And we're... We're burnt out on JoJo's. Yeah, I actually, I'm intending
0: to watch part four on my own and see how I feel about it. Cause I've heard that part four is a pretty big tonal shift and that it is really good. So I'm going to check it out on my own, but I do not want to be compelled to watch it and watch the whole thing. So if I'm not enjoying it, I want to be able to bow out graciously. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And uh, which is what I would have done before we made it to this point with Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. Also, I, I recently listened to the first Jojo's Bizarre Adventure episode, and we loved it. I miss those days. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> those first three time episodes we were great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have some pre-business um w- uh we haven't mentioned this in a while we have a t-shirt store if you want a t-shirt from our podcast you can have one um we should figure i need to figure out how to put that in the sidebar on our subreddit so that it's always available Mm -hmm. um we also uh pokemon sword and shield is finally coming out this friday and uh that and we'll is, never hear
1: from Blake again.
0: That is after we record this, but before you hear it, I will never ever speak to anybody again about anything that's not Pokemon. Uh, there's also been a lot of controversy around Pokemon Short, Sword and Shield. It's been really interesting as somebody who has not been bothered particularly by the controversy. I've been very frustrated by how angry the people who are bothered by it have gotten. And if you're one of those people, I do not want to hear about it at all, unless you're going to be super nice. I uh, do agree that Pokemon is not perfect. I do agree that things are worthy of being critiqued, even if we like them. I do not agree with the tone that the people who have been critiquing these games have taken. And I don't want any more of that, but I'm very excited for these games to come out. And uh, also, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the show, but I met my husband because on my dating profile, I mentioned Pokemon as my, like, header or whatever, and he reached out to me because he also plays Pokemon, so I am with my husband because Pokemon is really important to us, and we're both very excited. Um, Also, other current events is that this week, there is a new streaming service finally available, much has been spoken of it, and it is finally here. It is called Disney Plus. Um, Pete and I got it yesterday, which I believe was the first day it was available. Because we're recording, yes. recording this, what well, was today? Wednesday. Yeah, so we're recording this Wednesday. Became Tuesday of the week. It came became available on Tuesday of the week that this episode was released on Sunday. So a few days earlier than you're able to hear this at the earliest. Uh, Disney plus has become available and, um, it was apparently plagued with a lot of server outages where people tried to get on and or watch things and were not able to, uh, we did not experience that. Although we didn't, I also
1: didn't experience that.
0: Yeah, I, I got it. Uh, we got, I think Pete bought it in the late afternoon and then watched something like an hour later. And then I watched something when I got home from rehearsal, which was 10 o'clock or so in mountain time so maybe a lot of people had gone to bed maybe they'd figured it out maybe both uh but it seems like a pretty sweet service uh it has the x-men animated series from the 90s as well as x-men evolution as well as the criminally underrated wolverine and the x-men series yeah uh as a huge x-men fan i'm very excited about that i think x-men evolution is great and i'm excited to rewatch it i remember fondly x-men the animated series and i rewatched some episodes and it's dumb as hell and also fantastic
1: yeah and, and if uh, you want to uh join my wife and i uh what we're going to be doing over the next week um while my in-laws are out of town is we're going to be doing the marvel run um, so if you want all the to, movies. Uh, Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, and I'm going to be, uh, tweeting them, tweeting about all of them. Um, so I, I decided I was like, I want to do something for the first time and tweet about it. And I, I want it to be adjacent to what the podcast is. Nice. So I'm going to be tweeting about the Marvel run. So we're going to be doing chronological order, um, in, in world, um, of the Marvel run. Um, does that mean so- you're doing captain
0: Marvel first? <laughs> Or I guess uh, after Captain America. No, no, no.
1: Captain America: The First Avenger is going to be first up on the docket. Um, then the second thing that's going to be on the docket is uh, having to watch uh, an entire te- uh, an entire television show. But I refuse to oh, do shit. it because I'm only going to be doing the movies.
0: <laughs> well, uh, also the time constraints that you have on yourself makes that sort Correct. of unfeasible. Correct
1: yeah uh, we'll be watching the movies in order uh we will not be watching um uh, i i really want to watch that show and it is on uh it's it Agent on Disney peggy Plus.
0: carter is the show it's supposed yes. to be very good
1: yeah i also want to watch marvel agents of shield um i watched like the first two seasons of it and i really liked it and then i wanted to watch it during like my downtime when i was like out and about but netflix for some ungodly reason made it to where you couldn't download those episodes you can only stream them with internet service and i was like i'm not gonna use my data for this yeah
0: (laughs) i i am in the middle of season two i also think that agents of shield is great i have never heard anybody on the internet say anything nice about it ever at all and i don't understand because i really enjoy it and uh that's also another thing where if you have critiques i don't care i don't want to hear about it (laughs) Usually, I entertain these kind of conversations, but I really like it and I don't want to taint my experience. I'm enjoying it a lot, so uh, keep it to yourself. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, Disney Plus is pretty cool. I will say it is definitely adjacent to what we're doing here. Um, I know it's going to have a lot of original Star Wars content and a lot of, uh, it has a lot of classic and will eventually almost certainly have original. Or maybe it does have original Marvel content, um, much of which is or will be animated. And that mm-hmm. is at least tangential to what we're doing here with our anime podcast. That mm-hmm. said, I don't believe Disney is in the anime business. So we probably won't see anime things with one major caveat, which is that Disney has traditionally been the localization of um, uh company for studio Ghibli films. So mm-hmm. I don't think they're on there, and I haven't heard anybody talk about them, but it is possible that we could see Studio Ghibli films come to Disney Plus, which would be amazing and which would fit our podcast really well. So uh we'll see. But either way, streaming is actually a pretty important subject for anime watchers because most streaming services have a lot of good anime that you can watch. And we frequently talk about it on the show. So even though this is probably not going to have a lot of good anime you can watch, it does have some good stuff and it is at least related.
1: Yeah. Yeah. If you're going to, if you're going to watch those.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And it's not just like, it's not just, you know, classic Disney movies. Like there's all kinds of stuff on there that's all owned by Disney uh, and also weirdly the Simpsons, which I guess they own
1: yeah i also thought that that was kind of weird i didn't know that they own the simpsons but i mean i guess guess what they did
0: they did do the fox merger and the simpsons were owned by fox so maybe they do own the simpsons now and i just didn't pay attention to that because i was reading yeah that's about the x-men
1: that's probably true because you don't usually pay attention to anything that's happening
0: unless it's the x-men or pokemon
1: yeah, yeah. Um the other thing that I wanted to watch on there, I really want to watch The Mandalorian. Um I uh-huh. am very excited about it just because of uh how much I like uh Boba Fett and the only saving grace of uh Attack of the Clones which is the battle uh between I think it's uh, uh, uh not Qui-Gon Jinn. Why can I think Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan Kenobi and, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi and um Jango Fett. Um, okay. I love that fight on the water planet. It is so cool. Um, so, you like a whole show want, of that. Yeah, I want that. Yeah, anyway. I've
0: heard that it's really good. I know Pete watched it this morning, and um, I have not watched it yet, so I don't know uh, what my reactions are, but I've heard good things. Yeah. Um, Anyways, well, should we cover the thing we're here to cover?
1: Yeah, we can go ahead and get into it. Um, we're going to be covering the the last of these episodes of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Um, so uh, uh, a quick thing. Um, let's run through all of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure real quick before we finish the show.
0: Wow. Uh, okay. So... As a high level in general, Jojo's Bizarre Adventure is a very popular long-running manga series, which has now been a fairly long-running anime series that is actually still ongoing. It's somewhat unique in the anime and manga world in that the series tends to have short distinct arcs which involve specific characters and then it jumps forward in time so it is more of an anthology series whereas usually at the end of an arc a new arc will start up with the same characters in the sort of traditional shonen anime we are currently today finishing the third arc which was actually so long it was broken up into two parts and um It's my understanding that the show is currently in its fifth arc. It may have finished premiering. I'm not sure. I've been keeping up with it. Um, But if it has, that happened pretty recently. And I believe the manga is in its eighth arc. So quite a bit ahead of where we are right now. Um, So the way that JoJo's Bizarre Adventure started was with, with this character named Jonathan Joestar, who went by the name of JoJo. He lived in, uh, like 18th century England or so somewhere around there. And maybe it was 19th. It was somewhere around there. So Jojo, uh, had an adopted brother that came from poverty. This was a guy named Dio. His, uh, his Dio's parents had met Jojo's parents back when they were very, very young. I think D I think Jojo had been born and Dio had not been, or maybe vice versa, uh, Anyway, the parents were perceived to have saved Jojo's parents' lives, even though that actually was a, uh, a mistaken assumption of Jojo's parents when the father of Dio was actually planning to like slit their throats and take their things um, in an accident. But uh, it worked out for him because then they uh, connected their families and the wealth of Jojo's family Uh, helped out with Dio's family all his life. And then when Dio's parents finally died, Dio was adopted by JoJo's family. However, unfortunately, Dio is an unrepentant motherfucker and is just the worst. He holds nothing but resentment for the world around him. And he wants to um, exalt himself in any way that he can find. He finds that way through the use of a mysterious mask That mask, when blood is applied to it, it's like a clay mask or something. It has these like spider legs, sort of spikes that will stick out and clasp into the face of anybody wearing it and turn them into a vampire. Dio discovers this ability, turns himself into an immortal vampire, and then starts to create an army of vampires and enthralled zombies with the intent to take over the world. Jojo realizes this and goes out to stop him. In the course of learning how to stop him, he learns a technique called Hamon, which is basically, you know, generic anime life energy stuff, but it, I think it's called Ripple in the dub, and it is kind of based around the rippling of water and the breath uh, of the air flow in and out of your body. Um, so there's some rules around it based on that, but they're not gonna be super important for what we're talking about today. Anyway, Jojo learns Hamon, which is basically a trump card to vampirism. Uh, Dio still is so powerful that he nearly bests Jojo, but Jojo is able to defeat him at the cost of his own life. Uh, this defeat ends with Jojo being buried in a coffin at sea, which is dropped to the bottom of the ocean where he takes the decapitated head of Dio with him. (laughs) Unfortunately, Dio is an immortal vampire. And so his head is able to survive. And because of the vampire powers of the universe, he's able to like sprout little legs and, and extend his veins and stuff to use like whips and, and tentacles and stuff. So he's able to attach his disembodied head to Jojo's body and await further notice at the bottom of the ocean. Meanwhile, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 2 happens, which is with the original JoJo's grandson, son. I think it's his son. And uh, his son is named uh, Joseph Joestar. Joseph Joestar also goes by JoJo. He is also, uh, he also has a story that revolves around vampires, but there's also these things called the Pillar Men which are maybe where the vampires came from and are kind of like super vampires. And in a sort of Indiana Jones style plot, the Nazis are trying to uncover some of the pillar men (laughs) and Jojo and his band of friends gather together to try and stop the pillar men and the Nazis the Pillarmen are eventually revived, and JoJo. Oh no! That's
1: so funny to me. <laughs> it is funny.
0: JoJo takes out the Pillarmen. Finally, uh, this JoJo survives along with a few of his friends, notably a guy whose last name is Speedwagon. Oh, that, Speedwagon! By the time Part Three comes around, Part Three will focus on another JoJo uh, descendant who also goes by JoJo. That is our current hero named JoTaro Kujo um as if you'll notice in what is somewhat atypical for anime our protagonist was not default japanese but was actually a british man at the end of part one that british man was emigrating to america and so part two's jojo is american by the time of part three jotaro kujo is the grandson of part two's joseph joestar he is basically um joseph had a daughter who then moved to japan married a japanese man and had a baby named jotaro so jotaro Jotaro is part american by way of britain part japanese and um his grandfather the protagonist of part two joseph comes to visit him um, right about the time that uh jotaro's mother holly falls ill this is a mysterious illness caused by a new thing called stands. Uh, we previously mentioned Hammon as the life energy. They are basically going to abandon it. It's still there and it still works the same way, but it is largely irrelevant for the fights going forward. They are now being replaced with stands, which are essentially avatars of the warriors that have various weird powers. And um sort of manifest alongside those warriors to do their fighting for them um holly has started to manifest a stand but she is not a warrior she's just a, a housewife i guess and so her body has not been toned in the fires of battle and she cannot withstand <laughs> the onset of a stand and it is slowly killing her jo- joseph and jotaro deduce that this is because of the revival of a character called Dio. Dio, like I said, had attached his disembodied head to the body of the original Jojo, Jonathan Joestar. He has been fished up from the bottom of the ocean and has started sending envoys to kill Jojo's descendants. So they know he's back. They also deduce that his return has... uh uh, has caused this stand business essentially him fusing his vampiric head with jojo's ham on body has allowed uh dio to awaken a stand of his own it has um also potentially awakened stands around the world although it is also clear that stands have been around for a while so it's not clear which stands are related to that and which stands were there anyways um, however, it is they do uh, determine that the stand awakened in Holly, a direct descendant of the body that Dio is now controlling, that that has been basically attributed to Dio's revival, and that if they kill Dio, they will save Holly's life. So Joseph brings along his friend Avdol, and uh, Jotaro... They meet up with two other people that are about Jotaro's age. One is a French guy named Polnareff, and one is uh, another Japanese student named Kakyoin. The five of them go on an adventure that leads them from Japan toward Egypt, specifically, I believe, Cairo, which is where Dio is waiting for them. Um, That is the part three of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, which is subtitled Stardust Crusaders, The first part of that details their journey from Japan to Egypt. Then, right about the time they make it to Egypt, a sixth party member is introduced, which is a dog named Iggy, who is unique because Iggy has the strength of spirit to manifest his own stand. Um, That that dog joins their party. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 3 goes into its own second part called Battle in Egypt, and that is what we've been covering for a while, where the crew is in Egypt battling additional stand users and slowly getting closer and closer to where Dio is. When last we met these people, they had finally made it to Dio's mansion and were fighting essentially his last subordinates before they made it to him uh, for the final showdown. In these battles, Avdal and Iggy were both killed. So now there are only four members of the party left However, they were able to best all of their rivals. Only one of Dio's subordinates has survived. It is a complete pushover with a terrible power named Nukisaku, who has essentially defected to their end because he is a cowardly, self-serving person who will kind of, you know, do whatever you tell him to if he deduces that he will be otherwise harmed or killed, Um, and that's pretty much where we are right now they are in the middle of dio's castle Uh, polnareff is separated from the other three because of the fights that they were having so polnareff is by himself jotaro joseph and kakyoin are off uh, in a group together searching for polnareff and the others who they do not know yet are dead and that opens up on jojo's bizarre adventure episode 71
1: Cool. So episodes 71, 72, and 73 are the three-parters called Dio's World. Um, The last one of the day is going to be the long journey farewell, friends. Um, And I'm giving you those because they're not important titles other than knowing that we're about to be in the final showdown. Um, So it starts out uh, with Polnareff coming to uh, fight against Dio. He's found him first, or Dio has found him first. It's not really super clear what it is. But he's going to try to go up the stairs and, like, steal himself for battle against Dio. Yeah, Dio Um, tells him,
0: if you want to fight me and die, walk up the stairs toward me. If you would like to instead become my subordinate again, like you were unwillingly at the beginning of the series, walk down the stairs.
1: Yeah, so he takes a step up, and then he takes a step down. And if you're thinking, why did he take a step up, then a step down? Well, he thinks he takes a step up and then he just finds himself all of a sudden have taken a step down. It is very confusing to him and to me as somebody watching and not understanding what's happening. Yeah, Um,
0: we watch him take a step up and then be lower down on the staircase. It's pretty cool. Yeah.
1: It's really messing with uh, Paul Narev's head. He he refuses to join Dio, um, but he can't make his body go up. He can only make it go up, and then it immediately seems to be down. Um, Paul Narev is just like this. Must be something to do with Dio's power. Um, he can't feel his uh, his stand uh, coming out, but he can feel his murderous intent. So he he thinks he's doing something, and he is making me either hallucinate or he is breaking my will somehow.
0: Yeah, and we know that Dio has a stand. We know that it is theoretically the most powerful stand we will have encountered on this journey. And we know that it's called The World, and we don't really know anything else about it. Um, So Polnareff, he wants to refuse Dio's offer, but his body is moving down the stairs. Um, And I believe he... He either tells Dio that he, regardless of what's happening, he's not accepting the offer, or Dio just knows that that's the case because he's fucking with him. Um, Either way, Dio moves to kill Polnareff, but at just that moment, the rest of the JoJo crew appear by breaking through a wall, which also has the side effect of allowing the sun to filter through the wall. And uh, while Dio is an immortal vampire, the vampires do have a specific weakness to sun. It will kill them if they are exposed to it for more than a couple of seconds. And so Dio retreats up the tower whence he came while Polnareff reconnoiters with the returned Jojo crew.
1: Reconnoiters? Yeah, that's a
0: word. <laughs> I think I used it properly. Anyways. Um, I'm going to um, Google so it. So <laughs> they
1: take, they, they take Nukesaku up to Dio's tower inside of a... The, well, they start him in a bag and then they take him out of the bag and he takes them up the stairs... And then they find his uh, Dio's coffin and they're just like, oh no, I don't want to open it. And they're like, go open it. And he's just like, okay, I'll open it. And when he opens it, all of a sudden he's inside and half of his face has been ripped off.
0: <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh, reconnoiter is a real word and I almost used it correctly. <laughs> <Right.
1: laughs> anyway, um, so the Jojo crew can feel all of a sudden that there is a, a killer intent coming for them. They are afraid of what's going to happen. So they all jump out of the window to get away from Dio as the sun is setting in the distance.
0: Yeah, so this once the sun sets, they will be not at Dio's mercy, but they will no longer have an advantage or a clear escape. So they kind of debate with each other whether or not they should flee from Dio uh, and basically try to survive the night until it's daytime again and they can have the advantage of the sun on their side. Or if uh, they should stand and fight, Polnareff wants to stand and fight because he is angry that Avdal and Iggy were killed. He is feeling uh, compelled to stand and fight because they were killed in the course of fighting to save him. And uh, he feels that he owes Dio for their lives. He uh, His sort of Japanese anime protagonist pride will not allow him to flee, um, the other characters kind of figure this out and they break up into two groups. So Joseph and Kakyoin are going to go off together. They are going to purchase a truck from a random
1: passer buyer because they've got time for that. By the and way, my favorite aside so far is they, they catch this guy and he's, he's just like, they're like, I want to buy your car. And he's just like, you can't buy this truck. I need it for work. And they offer him a lot of money. And he's just like, all of a sudden it's just them driving off in the truck. Yeah. <laughs> Uh
0: so they get the truck and they drive away because they have properly deduced that Dio can sense the presence of a Joe Star because he his body is a Joestar. And uh they can't tell exactly where they are, but they can kind of sense the general direction or something. They they talk about it and it is kind of intentionally vague. Um, But they're going to use themselves as bait to draw Dio away and hopefully draw him on a chase that will lead them closer to sunrise. Meanwhile, Jotaro has secretly stayed behind with Polnareff to prevent him from doing something stupid. I don't quite know why why Jotaro isn't sensed by Dio when instead Joseph is. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't remember if they say specifically that they kind of... That's a little bit hand-wavy. Yeah, which JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is frequently hand-wavy, and I will
1: say almost not at all hand-wavy in these episodes, so I'm going to let it slide. Yeah, and then we meet our newest main character, the senator. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Who's apparently named Wilson Phillips. (laughs) Of course he is. Anyways... The senator is a man of means that cannot be taken down by anybody, and eventually he will become the president. Um, and he talks about this all the time inside of this car that Dio has taken over after breaking one of his guard's arms. Um, he just gets into the car, and the senator's just like, you people are so rash these days. How about you get <laughs> out of my car? And so Dio's just, instead of saying anything, Dio just rips out his two front teeth. <laughs> just like... <laughs> you know like a psychopath yeah that's
0: um, uh, that's actually i'm going to take a page out of his book and that's how i'm going to start responding to people when they uh, wrong me in anyway yeah yeah just so, no teeth for you sir
1: yeah so then he throws him into the front seat and orders him to drive the senator tries to escape from the car and he jumps out of the car only to find himself back in the car over and over again much like a groundhog day scenario yeah we um, see
0: and- we see it as basically he, he leaps out of the car and mid-leap is now leaping into the car um, so not like loop not like he jumped into a portal that then spat him out in the other direction in the same place but he basically leaps out of the passenger side and reappears leaping into the driver's side seat.
1: Yeah, so it's that's It's weird, and we
0: we as the audience know that Dio is doing this, and we can't quite figure out how he's doing it. I By this point, I was like, okay, it's the world. It's supposed to be super powerful. I'm assuming it is some sort of reality warping power, because previously it seemed like maybe it was an illusion power or a persuasion power but now it's starting to do things that physically are connected to like the actual physical space of somebody being in a place they weren't
1: a second ago and so i mm-hmm. thought it was a reality warping power and it's not yeah so um the next thing that is going to happen is that uh they the senator's car is going to end up catching up with this truck um kakuin cannot hold himself back and he uh decides to send uh hierophant green out to start shooting his like diamond shot at the car dio knocks all of them away um and he does this a couple of times until he reveals his stand of the world this giant golden guy with like uh, a heart pendant holding his his uh his like shorts together i guess yeah, he, um, and- he looks
0: actually kind of a lot like Star Platinum, which is, uh, it turns out, quite intentional. Yeah. And so uh, he- also the way that he avoids the Emerald shot from Hierophant Green is really cool. Um, he is sitting in the car and these shots are, it, it's basically like a machine gun, but of Emeralds instead of bullets and he dio just kind of casually looks over at them and flicks one of them and he flicks it in such a way that it high speed bounces around into the other emeralds which both causes the emerald that it crashes into to go off course and not hit dio and causes the emerald that he flicked to then bounce into the next emerald and cause it to go off course and so on and so forth so he flicks a single emerald to prevent himself from being shot by any of them and i really enjoyed
1: that sequence Yeah, so after revealing the world, uh, the world is going to punch higher green so hard that it almost completely breaks him. It definitely shatters his hands, and it makes him start spitting. Kakiween starts spitting up blood, and he's just showing blood all over his hands, so he knows that he has been really hit hard by this. Um, The next thing that is going to happen is that uh, they are going to be knocked off course a little bit, um, and the the car uh, behind them is going to crash. That
0: uh, that fight actually is really important, too, because Kakuin realizes two important things. One, Dio is pursuing them, and his stand attacked Kakuin's stand when it got close to him, but has not attacked them directly. So they deduce that Dio's stand not is ranged. a limited range. Mm-hmm. And then also, the manner in which his stand was attacked causes Kakuin to suspect that the stand that Dio has is similar to... To Star Platinum, the stand that
1: Jotaro has. Yes. Anyways, so um the next thing that is gonna happen is that the car is going that Dio is in is gonna crash. Um, but the reason it did is because Dio has decided that he wants to use the senator as the next thing that he is going to throw at their truck. <laughs> so he throws the senator full speed and knocks them off. So they go they crash their truck and then they Spider-Man themselves away from the scene. Uh-huh. Did you also while watching this you were just like they've been watching spider-man <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah it's exactly that they just like zip up to the rooftops using the uh hermit purple stand as
1: spider-man webs and also hierophant green uses it too so it's just two oh, yeah, different right. spider-man webs yeah, and they then both spider-man yeah and Spider-Man then too, dio is gonna... too many spider-man <laughs> dio is gonna reveal that he can fly um so that's also gonna happen yeah he's and getting really he,
0: close to going super saiyan one
1: <laughs> yeah he he's also gonna get like a, a shining like uh thing that starts to surround him much like a super saiyan's aura um and uh, if if you're staying with us on this metaphor of dragon ball z he is like almost super saiyan um he is like kaoken like number five um mm. he is yeah that's getting idea. close
0: I was thinking he would be like Super Saiyan one and then later on he goes like Super Saiyan two or three or whichever one. Or I whatever mean, that new one is where they turned blue.
1: I don't know. I, I don't watch that
0: show. Anyway, there's also like one where they turn back to black and it's like ultra instinct. I don't know. I don't know the rules. I haven't watched yeah. it. I Anyways. watched the Brawley movie when they their hair turned blue and I was like, That was cool. Uh, so, Dio proceeds them to the rooftops. Kakioine <laughs> sets a trap. Uh, his Hierophant Green has two main powers. One is the emerald machine gun thing. The other is that he can sort of stretch his body out uh, in in a really sort of long strings. I don't know. That sounds weird, but that's what it is. Uh, so he he kind of invisibly creates a spider web net type of thing of his own stand, which Dio finds himself in the middle of. And yeah. uh he starts to attack Dio from all sides. There's also a nice flashback here that gives us a little Kakioin uh backstory that we hadn't had and also it as soon as it started, I was like, oh he's gonna die this episode.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. It it started giving this backstory that talked about how like um Kaku-ing has always been alone because nobody could see Hierophant Green, um, and he always felt like he didn't have anybody but Hierophant Green. Um, he even says this really upsetting thing where he's just like, my mom had my dad, my dad had my mom, and I had nobody but my imaginary friend. And I was just like, ugh. Um, yeah. But then uh, he found all of these other people that could use stands, and he finally felt like he had like a family. Um, but this is immediately followed by him trying to shoot Dio and then all of a sudden him flying across the um entire like it's like the entire city and slamming into a water tower and he looks down and he's just like it's a mortal wound I don't know if I can survive this and he like looks down again at his hand and he tries to move it and he was like I can't even move my hand I'm definitely yeah. gonna die here's, what a happened? Weird, <laughs> here's a
0: weird thing that I read on the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure uh, wiki while I was preparing notes for this episode is that uh So what has happened to Kakyoin, and we will see it in a minute in the episode in a flashback, apparently in the manga it is not shown in flashback, it's just shown in the moment, uh, is that uh, Dio punched, or I guess the world, punched right through Kakyoin's body. Like all the way through, punched a hole through his stomach. And the thing that's really weird is this episode premiered on a date in Japan which is, in America, National Donut Day. And apparently there has now become a meme joke around Kakyoin's death that he's a donut. Because a hole was punched in the middle of him. And the episode came out on National Donut Day. And even more ridiculous, apparently the show later makes direct references to this When other characters die by being punched by having a hole punched through them and referring to them
1: as donuts, so that's a thing. Man, sometimes the meta becomes too meta and then it's ultra meta. Yeah, and also,
0: would you like a donut right now? So anyways. Kakyomi can't um, move. He also can't speak, but he's not quite dead yet, and he's gonna do some real tall thinking about what just happened.
1: Yeah, so he thinks he thinks the only way that he could have gotten out of range of that because one of the things that you happen when you touch high, frank Green inside of this web is that you will be able to be sensed anytime that you move. Um he decides that there is no way if he he could have done that without being able to either uh, move so fast that he couldn't be able to feel him, or and then he's like, oh god, I know what happened. He stopped time, and yeah, all I and- could think about was that weird, uh, weird character from Dragon Ball Z when they're yeah. on Namek it's and that guy power. that can hold his that can hold his breath a long time yeah. and make everything stop. And I was just like, that's the same character.
0: (laughs) Dio's power does not involve holding breath. And so is not as fun to watch, but it's the same power.
1: Yeah. And it's Uh, pretty awesome. So
0: so we basically have this confirmed in a flashback. Dio is able to stop time. He also explicitly is able to stop time for five seconds. And, uh, that is of course five is fast moving anime character seconds. So the time doesn't really matter. And, uh, but we know that he he essentially has five seconds to act in this world of stopped time. And so he can't, he, he doesn't have unlimited power. It's also a limited range. So he can't stop. He, like the, the entire world doesn't stop except for Dio. Um, and he cannot stop for as long as he wants. But it's enough time for someone as strong and fast as him to do a lot of damage. Um, also, interestingly, and For me, a little frustratingly, his time-stopping power is explicitly limited to only five seconds at a time, but the limitation of how long he has to go before he can use it again is extremely unclear.
1: Yeah, Um, that annoyed me too. I was just like, well, if you can only use it for five seconds, but you can use it every second, that's just forever. Yeah, so uh, he clearly can't. There is an unstated cooling
0: off period, but there are several times throughout the course of these episodes where he uses it in fairly quick succession. So mm. I don't know what those rules are and they never state them. And it is a little frustrating
1: because they are so specific on one end of it. Yeah. Anyways. So the next thing that is going to happen is that Kakuina is going to shoot a clock tower, stopping the clock. Uh, um, yeah. in, this is also his final act. He super yeah. dies from it. Uh, but joseph realizes in memory card on the screen (laughs) oh yeah we
0: do uh joseph realizes correctly that this is a message that uh basically he's like oh it was weird for him to use his dying moment to shoot a final attack that was not aimed at dio and was very clearly intentionally aimed at that clock tower and so it must be a message and why the clock tower? And essentially, this leads Joseph to very quickly deduce that Dio's power is the stopping of time. Yep. Uh,
1: and then uh, Joseph is going to uh, try to fight Dio in a very not great way. Um, he is going to uh, try to slap Dio down with Hierophant Green, or not Hierophant Green, but Hermit Purple. Um, he is going to wrap it in Hamon, uh, which, if you remember from the opening of this episode and uh, probably not before that, because most people will forget about Hamon by this point, um, is, is, like, the power of the sun. And so it would actually hurt Dio. Um, So Dio, like, knocks it away with his stand, um, but he also will not strike uh, Joseph because he's, like, he's probably wrapped uh, Hamon around himself. And instead of, like, continuing a charade and just, like, daring Dio to attack him... He instead just shows Dio that he's just like, you're right. I did wrap it around my body. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, no tricks here. Um, no fooling anyone. Jotaro uh, shows up. Polnareff doesn't. And I don't remember why not. Um, but he's not there. Taro shows up. And Joseph is is like, okay, well, you're here now. I'm going to warn you about Dio's bullshit. And Dio stops time in order to stop Joseph uh when he stops time his primary goal is to stop joseph from saying what dio's power is and he does so by throwing a knife at joseph's throat which will then go into his throat once time resumes but before all that in the five limited seconds that he has he takes the time to fuck with the people on the street around him for no reason at all and explode than... a
1: cat for no reason
0: oh yeah he punches a cat to death which explodes its body parts all over the place he like knocks several people over like at least one dude he just like is a guy that's standing and dio like sets him up so that he will then fall to the ground when time resumes it's like this isn't even this is just like petty pranks like why are you doing this so anyway he does stop joseph from talking and delivers another mortal wound to another of the joseph of the JoJo crew. However, Joseph does manage to get enough information to JoTaro that JoTaro realizes essentially everything that Joseph was trying to tell him anyway. Um, and the one big piece of information that Joseph um, gets out is that um, Dio is way too strong for you. So mm. you should. You should stay away from his radius and get the hell out of here if you can. And Jotaro immediately ignores that and walks right up to Dio and is like, I'm going to beat you to death.
1: Yeah. So he starts to, uh, this starts the, the next sequence of fighting. Um, This is one of those that I, I, I've done this before with other shows and not so much with Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, but I would say this is a really good fight in the show and it might be the best fight inside of the show. Um, just because the it's back and there. forth of it is is really good um, so if you're going to pause our show as as some people like to do um, and go and just watch this sequence for yourself um, look up uh, uh, Jojo versus Dio and you're going to find this as one of them um, it's, it's a really good fight um, it has a lot of ups and downs and power leveling where like you know I'm not this powerful then I'm this powerful I'm not this powerful then I'm this powerful so I mean like like you've yeah. said a hundred times so far in this episode, if you like Dragon Ball Z, you'll probably like this fight. Yeah, um, I will say because it's got a lot of that.
0: We haven't really said it in this episode, but we've said it a lot in our past Jojo's Bizarre Adventure coverage. This series tends to jump the shark in the middle of a fight. It tends to resolve things with major ass pulls and deus ex machinas. Um, and people tend to suddenly have the complete trump card. Have realized what was been what was going on. Have been setting up some wildly implausible trap or stopgap, all kinds of ridiculous things. Where a character that was definitely losing and definitely had a disadvantage is able to pull things out. In this, the characters do a really enjoyable tense back and forth like d this is not a curb stomp battle where dio is just beating jotaro they go back and forth in really believable ways and new abilities are discovered on both sides in ways that i found to be enjoyable and believable rather than aspels so this really avoids all of the major narrative pitfalls that jojo's bizarre adventure has been really harmed by in our opinion up until now and it, it was actually really good I will say it it runs a little long for my tastes. I think that these four episodes could have been three episodes and would have felt Uh a little more tight and tense. But, uh, you know, it's fine. Um, And I I generally was really invested in this and enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. Um,
1: So the first uh, the first act of the fight um, is uh, uh, Jojo and uh, or sorry, Jotaro and uh, Dio are going to go head to head with their uh, with the world and Star Platinum they're going to trade blows uh, also, back and forth
0: before they start fighting there is the intro and they altered the intro so that near the end of it time stops dio calls out the world and like punches the screen and then the song resumes before the end the end yeah. of the uh, intro and i thought that was super cool
1: i skipped the intro
0: so oh, it's i didn't know awesome. that happened <laughs> yeah it's really cool i was like wait what oh my god they stopped the intro cuz dio's walking through it it was really cool oh
1: okay um. Anyways, uh. so I would say the first act of this fight is going to be them trading blows. Then Dio is going to reveal his time stop powers. But during that time stop power, he is going to be able to um, like he's going to be able to move a little bit when Dio Jotaro gets close will be able to, to, to him, move Jotaro. And this really freaks out uh, Dio because he's just like, nobody has this power. I'm the only one that's had this power. I'm the only one that should have this power because I'm going to be the emperor of the world
0: he also is aware that their stands are very similar. And so he's worried that Jojo is able to access this time stop power and basically be immune to it. Then he stops time again. He goes to punch Jojo and he, he finds a magnet on his punch and arm
1: Uh and
0: a uh, corresponding magnet on Jotaro's hand that had moved previously. And he realizes That Jojo's hand moving was not Jojo being able to move in the stopped time, but was actually a trick of magnets to psych Dio out that Jojo had planted on him. So, Dio goes to punch Jojo for real this time.
1: Yes, but quick side note. If the world is stopped and time is stopped, a couple of things. He is a vampire so he doesn't have to breathe, that makes sense. So that he can move through the space and he is not going to hit anything and be able to move through it. That's fine. I accept that. The thing that I don't agree with, though, is that gravity and magnets still work inside of this, but force isn't working. Like, things moving forward can be moved and changed directions, but magnets, for some reason, still work. It's just like a hand-wavy moment where it's just like old X-Men where magnets can do anything. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Magnets are magic and stop asking questions. Yeah. Anyways. Um so uh so Dio has deduced that Jotaro was just fucking with them and cannot move at all while time has stopped. He goes in for the kill, and Jotaro reveals that he was just fucking with him and absolutely can move and punches the shit out of the world.
1: Yeah, he he punches him so hard that it rips a hole in the middle of him, much like a donut. Um and mm-hmm. then he's gonna fall down to the ground and uh hungry um, for donuts. <laughs> yeah he's gonna he's gonna fall down to the ground into this area where this woman is it, like breaks through her glass it, his leg comes off this woman is like freaking out he, and dio's just like give me my leg <laughs> <laughs> shh,
0: shh. it's fine it's fine so, uh, so he he basically he fully her, recovers right? by draining her blood and uh then um there is a there is the one sequence of this final fight which was a too goddamn much for me this is the ass pull this is the traditional this is so implausible that i cannot go there with you jojo's bizarre adventure experience and it is dio realizes that jojo can move in the time stop that he deduces correctly that jojo cannot move during the entire time stop and basically where uh where Dio is limited to stopping time for 5 seconds, Jojo can only move maybe up to 3 seconds of that stopped time. Jojo, as we know from the audience and his own internal monologue, can actually only move for about 1 of those seconds. Dio decides that no matter how fa- how long he can move, uh, as long as he can't move the whole time, he can get him by throwing an ass-ton of knives that he just has hidden somewhere on his person. <laughs> And uh, so he pulls out all of the knives in the entire country that they're in and throws them at Jojo in time stop mode. Uh Jojo uses star platinum to deflect many of them, but is still stabbed a bunch. And for good measure, Dio throws a knife at Jojo's head, which lodges in his uh, hat and definitely kills him. Except we pretty much immediately see that jojo is fine because what he did before this fight at some fucking point off screen was he stuffed all of his clothes full of magazines and those magazines served as body armor for the knives and here's the deal Number one, he did not have time to do this. (laughs) Number two, this is implausible on its face. I am not sure. You know, maybe a thick magazine could stop a knife from penetrating. That's fairly believable. But if the magazine is thick enough to stop that knife from penetrating, we would see it under his clothes also it would be heavy and unwieldy and hard to tape to his chest in a way that it did not move or rustle or impede his movements none of which have happened like this just it just didn't happen and he says it did so that (laughs) jojo is alive right now and it's very frustrating in an otherwise good fight yeah
1: anyways the next thing that they're going to go with is uh is uh Jo- Jotaro Jotaro is going to uh s- slow himself down and make himself look like he is dead. Um but the only reason that he is not going to be immediately decapitated is because Paul Nerf is going to show up. He's going to stab Dio in the head um and right before Dio actually gets completely killed, he uses the world to knock Dio uh knock Polnareff away. This gives uh jo- Jotaro enough time uh to think about it a little bit more and he's just like, "Okay, I need to completely play dead." or uh, Dio is just going to come over there, but I need to stop him from killing Polnareff. So he moves his hand a little bit. And so uh, Dio like runs over there and then he's just like, okay, I will be able to uh, to shoot him with this guy that I found over here. Yes. Yeah, a police, police show up for show narrative up.
0: convenience. <laughs> so it, Dio, Dio's like, no, i think he moved but maybe he actually just it was like a death spasm or something or maybe i just imagined it because i'm kind of freaking out about him so then these police show up and point their guns at dio and that is not a problem because dio is an anime villain and is not bothered by guns at all he kills one of the policemen and takes the other one in his hands and forces the policeman to fire a gun at jojo who uses star platinum to invisibly snatch the bullet away right as it would have hit him and I guess hide it away so that it looks like Jojo was shot and had no effect because he's dead when actually he was never shot and is not dead. Then Dio's like, well, I better check for his heartbeat. And Jojo sees that he's going to do this and because Jojo is dead with his eyes open. And he uses Star Platinum to reach inside of his own chest and grab his heart and stop it from beating. While he holds his breath so that Dio cannot hear his breathing <laughs> and Dio leans down to the ground to like, you know, deduce the, the rumbles of Jojo's heart and there aren't any. So he's like, oh, he is for real dead. So now I can decapitate him in peace just for good measure. And I yeah. really liked this, even though it is goddamn absurd. I just thought it was a really good sequence. It it kind of worked for me, even though it should be too stupid to to function. It's not. It worked. Yeah, Um, and it's also there's a funny moment where Jotaro is like if I have to hold my breath for any longer I'm going to pass out and actually kill myself and that would be (laughs) ironic
1: (laughs) yeah anyways so um, he's going to go over to uh, Jojo to cut off his head and make sure he's actually dead um, and uh, also drain his body of all of his blood Um, so Jotaro uses this moment to strike at Dio Um, Dio is going to be almost killed he
0: pumps his heart it's like he's like supercharges himself by having Star Platinum pump his heart super fast. Yeah, which I pretty, thought was a really cool touch.
1: Yeah. Anyways, so he is going to uh, he is going to hit uh, him so hard. Dio is basically almost dead. Um, the only thing that he can do is uh, grab onto the back of a car um, and uh, use the stopped time to like get over to this car, and also. it's gonna pull him over to the dead body of uh, Joseph. And uh he's gonna drain all the blood out of Joseph. And yeah, that gives this him is Super Saiyan powers.
0: That yeah, that turns him into Super Saiyan. That's also gonna the part of Dio's problem is that he hasn't been fully powered because his head has not fully bonded with Joe, uh with Jonathan's body, and he has deduced, apparently correctly, that draining the blood of a Joe Star relative will finish that and allow him to finally fuse fully which it does. It gives him a little bit of a form change. He goes Super Saiyan, and that's going to lead them into the final confrontation. And also before all of that, when Joseph or when Jotaro delivers this like devastating blow to Dio, it it basically crushes part of his head and he is just a, a damn wreck. And Pete was sitting there, while I was watching this episode and Dio was doing like the, the kind of classic Jojo's Bizarre Adventure melodrama of like, Oh God, this, this injury, like it really hurts. This is really bad. I have to figure something out. Pete was just like, yeah, that that's how that works. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Great. So anyways, so Jotaro is now facing off against Dio who is in super saiyan.
1: This is the final fight mode. Yeah. And so, so Dio is now able to stop time and stay in time for longer than he did before. Um, Nine makes seconds it,
0: instead of five.
1: Yeah. So so uh, Joseph, uh, Jotaro is going to be knocked out. Um, he is going to be slammed into this bridge. Um, he is going to be almost killed. But Dio, instead of normal killing him by, you know, hitting him <laughs> with more knives or something, is going to grab a steamroller in stopped time and throw it on to Joseph Jo or to Jotaro? Yeah, Jotaro, Jotaro has
0: not had enough time to strap magazines to him sufficient to resist a steamroller <laughs> collapsing upon him despite clearly being able to do something like that. I strapped I strapped a magazine factory around
1: me and it protected me.
0: <laughs> I am Magazine Man, Magazine Platinum. <laughs>
1: So, uh, so anyways, he is going to, um, instead of just slamming the steamroller into him, he's going to hit it into him and then start punching the back of it while jo- Jotaro is going to punch the front of it. And then it's going to appear as though it crushed Jotaro, but surprise, surprise, Jotaro has, let, has, has stayed around until he ran out of his seconds and also can now stop time as well. So he stopped time and then just destroys dio to a pulp and yeah i i will say
0: i totally buy this power up because they have really been heavily lampshading that their stands are basically two sides of the same coin Um, they have also already justified that jojo can move during the stopped time and uh I, i totally buy it in a way that this series has usually failed to do it has sold me on this power up And I am totally into it. And what's really cool is that Jotaro specifically uses his ability to stop time exactly at the moment that uh, Dio's ability runs out. So Dio is in his refractory period and is not able to uh, stop time again and therefore is not able to move in time that has been stopped. So he is frozen and Jojo uses that time to taunt the shit out of him, break his legs... And then is like, I'm not going to kill you while you're down, so why don't you stand up? Dio throws the blood from his legs in Jojo's eyes to blind him, which doesn't work because Jojo can also see through Star Platinum's eyes. And then Star Platinum's fist meets the world's leg, and the world's leg shatters, which completely destroys the world and destroys enough of Dio, specifically causing his head to explode, while leaving a decent chunk of his torso around
1: yeah, it just it's it's a complete murder moment. It's yeah, it, it's, it ends the show.
0: Satisfying. For a show that in with characters that I generally find to be way too goddamn much and don't particularly
1: care for, I really enjoyed the finale here. Yeah. My favorite part is about to come up though. My favorite part is that after <laughs> all of this, he takes his body, he decapitates him. he has him in like a body bag. Um, and he takes all the blood out of Dio's body. And then pumps it in in the, uh, the uh, ambulance. Desiccated husk of Joseph's <laughs> body. He, they pump it back into Joseph Joestar's body. And then when Joseph Joestar wakes up, instead of doing the normal thing of being like, where am I? What happened? He wakes up and immediately pretends to be Dio waking up. And it's just like the most ridiculous This is
0: so absurd, that it's unbelievable that he would have the wherewithal to come back from dead. Because we didn't mention this, but we literally saw his soul leave his body and ascend to heaven earlier. Literally, that was seen on screen and Jotaro interacted with it. So his soul has returned from being for real dead to rejoin his body. And instead of waking up and having a moment of waking up he immediately goes into this bit where he's dio being reincarnated and is risking being killed again
1: (laughs) yeah it's, it's it's pretty awesome
0: so stupid so anyway they uh they heal polnareff they heal joseph um polnareff is gonna fly back to france even though joseph is like you should or jotaro is like you should come home with me and we can hang out um polnareff is like no i'm from france i'll always return there it's my homeland so he leaves and goes to france um jotaro and joseph take the uh, remaining parts of dio's corpse they go watch the sunrise and remember their fallen friends iggy avdal and kakyoin the sun rises and turns dio's body into dust so he is well and truly dead and uh, then they return to Japan. We see Holly wake up from her stand-induced illness. She says that she is all better now. And uh, <laughs> they fly home while Jotaro lovingly looks at a picture of the six of them together and remembers the happier times before we were forced to watch this show.
1: Yeah, so and that's the end of it.
0: Yeah, there is some trivia. I mentioned part of the trivia at the beginning, which is that the show continues. It is currently in or has just finished the fifth arc. As a reminder, this was the third arc. So there are two full story arcs that we have not covered. Um, The manga, I believe, is in its eighth arc. So there are even more still if you're reading the manga or waiting for the show to continue. It will. Um, And we, as a show, will not continue. And as we said at the beginning, there will be a uh, vote for what show shall replace this. The replacement show will be here in four weeks' time. I am assuming it is the holidays, so it's possible that we'll skip some episodes, but uh, probably in four weeks we will need to have that, which means in about three weeks the voting will be over. So if you are ready to vote, vote and vote now. If you're a Patreon subscriber and uh, would like to have your vote counted more than once, reach out directly to us Um, also weird al yankovic is briefly mentioned as a just sort of a mention in these episodes and apparently the real life weird al yankovic then retweeted a screenshot of the moment where he's mentioned and said
1: like totally useless things or something like that (laughs) (laughs) great anyways stick with us after the credits and we will talk about what's coming up on next time and don't forget to vote correct
0: Blake and Spencer Get Jumped is made by Forever Summer Productions.
1: With sound editing done by Rashad English of Plain English Productions. He's our level six sound wizard. Level up. Our podcast is ad free and we want to keep it that way. If you want to keep it that way too please consider supporting us on patreon
0: follow us on twitter at b and s get jumped
1: like us on facebook at facebook.com forward slash blake and spencer get jumped or talk to us on reddit at
0: reddit.com slash r slash get jumped
1: if you like the show please like subscribe and leave a review reviews help other listeners find our show new episodes come out every sunday on itunes google play stitcher
0: buzzsprout or wherever you get your podcast from and hey Thanks for listening. Next week on Blake and Spencer Get Jumped, we're watching Hunter x Hunter episodes 98 through 102.
1: Have you ever thought to yourself, what good is chess? Well, next episode we're going to teach you, maybe chess can save the world.
0: Ooh. Maybe chess can save the
1: world. Oh my god. (laughs)